Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Here with Lewis Bryce today, dude. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Fan, you're in you're in Vegas. Vegas. I love Vegas. I love it so much for about three days. For about three days. <laughs> you either run out of money or run out of energy. One of the one of the two. Which one usually comes first? Energy. Energy. Well, do you gamble? I, a little bit. I'm not a big gambler. I, do, I love playing roulette. Roulette's my thing. Uh, we I, I went to as a casino in Mississippi or somewhere. I was playing a middle of nowhere casino, and we ended up getting the whole. Like, it was like I think there was like 45 people at our show. This is a couple of years ago. All right. What a big. We got done with the show, and so we we're all kind of hanging out around the blackjack table. And so we ended up getting a good crowd around us, and we were just kind of we ended up, there was a black three in there. So we and being the rednecks, we were all like, do it for Dale, do it for Dale. All right. So we kept putting all our money on black three, and then finally, like I, I was like, everybody was like, all right, everybody. We're feeling good, and let's put all of our. We taught everybody put all their money on the black three, and we're like, do it for down. And man, I, he landed on the black three. And no way. We, I, we just erupted. It was, I bet, because that's crazy. that's a big payoff right yeah, there. Man. Yeah, we had a good time. We, I mean, it was a, like I said, it was a lot of fun. We, uh, I, I like a little bit of gamble here and there. I've done it at the the Hooters Casino uh, one time. Because that's one of my favorite places to stay. I'm just saying. Why is that? Just because I mean it's the Hooters. Because you you come in whatever time you come in doesn't matter at five in the morning, five in the afternoon. There's still Hooters. And you still get wings, <laughs> right? And you wait for them. You take them to your room. It's perfect. I don't think uh, the place used to be called the San Remo. Since it's been Hooters, I don't think I've ever been in there. Well, I've been there I think twice. Yeah. So, you know, both times I came for the ACMs. I think. Well, no, the second time. I came, I came to that. It's right across the street. Yes, right there. So I, I definitely made my trip over there. Just That's funny. Really I'm not a fan of their chicken wings. I don't like Buffalo Wild Wings either. Yeah, I'm not a... Overall, I'm not a big, like, Hooters fan. I, I like cooking my own wings. I like right. And stuff like that. So, But Hooters, I mean, it's just Hooters, the whole fact of Hooters. Wait a minute. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, I'm thinking of that. Hooters. I don't like the... They're like breaded or something, right? Yeah, you get the breaded ones. They're, yeah. they're a little breaded a little more. I get, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a super fan. Uh, I like chicken wings at home myself. I like to... Uh, I've had them smoked and then finished on the grill, and I think yeah. that's my favorite way to eat them. It is. I mean, get it's a little... Not too long, because you can over-smoke them sometimes. Yeah. You get a little smoke flavor on them. Sometimes you can put them on the gas grill or whatever and finish them off like that. I cooked some wings the other night. They just fell apart. Oh, it was great. Good. Just like that. I actually bought um, a chuck roast uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, and I just threw it in the crock pot for hours with some Dr. Pepper, and we made tacos the other night. So good, dude. I heard about that. So good. I'm going to try that out. Yeah, I put brown sugar on top because the stuff that sticks out of it starts to caramelize inside the crock pot when you cook it on high. Oh, perfect. I mean, I'm no Tim Montana. I can't smoke barbecue like that dude does. But Everybody has a beard like that. (laughs) <laughs> that is a man beard. He's awesome, man. He's he's a he, uh, we actually went over there uh, to his his house about six months ago, and he made a he barbecued some stuff, and he on his Traeger grills on on one of the fourteen that he had <laughs> yeah, sitting in that little room. Notice I said grills. Yeah, plural. <laughs> he was like, you can take pictures of all of them except for that one because that one's a beta. And I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> I thought he was like just being that guy, but dude, he's he's the real deal, man. He's he's he's, he's a Traeger guy. He's yeah, he passed out standing up. <laughs> Dude, it was pretty funny. They were drinking. Uh, we bought a bra- a bottle. I don't drink. Right. Well, amen. Uh, yeah. Bought a brought a bottle of Whistle Pig. Um, and Chris got yeah. Chris got owns the place, and um, and and uh, Tim decided to drink that bottle. Just the two of them. They finished it. I had a sip of it just to like see what it tastes like, right. but it was not my cup of tea at all. But gotcha. yeah, Chris looked at me, which is a rarity. Looked at me and goes, "I think we should leave." And I'm like, "Why?" Because he just fell asleep standing up. <laughs> <laughs> we just leave him. That's what we do. We just go. We're out. 
kind of funny, but yeah, that's my story of Tim. We we we, we like Timmy though, dude. So blessed, finally mm-hmm. breaks a million streams. I know, man, it's crushing. It. Dude, how fucking badass is that? I'm stoked about it, man. I really am. Like you know, so, you know to me, you know, streaming. I know it's streaming, but still, that's that's the way everybody's listening. And it is. So, and my name is attached to now two songs over a million streams, and <laughs> blessing slowing down at all. No, it's got. A, it's almost about to hit a million streams on iTunes as well. That's good. So we're about to have a million there, and I think we're at one point six or something on uh, on on Spotify, and it's still going up. A couple of yeah, you know, tens of thousands of people hear my song a day, and I'm it's like, probably going to be one of those things like you 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 see a single three years ago, then it hits terrestrial radio finally, and you're like, dude, I've been listening to that for I'm I'm over that. See, that's the goal. I mean, I, you've heard stuff like when Casey Musgraves came out, you heard some of her first songs on like, all highway and like, different streaming stations. Then a year later, yeah, dude, Russell Dickerson, mm-hmm. love Russell. Yeah, he's played here uh, six times. And uh, we sold them out twice. The last two times we played here before yours even hit radio. How about that? Yeah. So that's what that I took him on as kind of like um, a project in a sense for this market. I wanted to see what we could do with him because I know that radio wasn't playing him. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Country AF yet. It's, we're just barely a year old. So it's kind of like um, our goal was to see if we could promote socially an artist and push an artist along with him. It wasn't all us by any, by any means. But in this market, we know that we had a big hand in that, which oh, yeah. is pretty rad. So... When artists come through here and they make the wall in the back, that sort of thing, that's kind of like a goal for us is just to see that um, I, I know radio is huge for you guys. It's not for us. Wait, radio just doesn't work for us and any kind of like marketing platform or anything. It's just been it's been a thorn for us because um, mm-hmm. we want it to work. We just don't know how to make it work. Um, but we've learned that through Country AF and through our digital stuff that we do here, um, it's neat. I hope that we helped out with Bless because I know that we played it a lot. And oh, totally. Like, I, I definitely, like, when I look at where people were playing, like Las Vegas, kind of my, one little, you can see the little regions of where it's all getting played and stuff like that. Really? You can? Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. I got my little Spotify. I'm all my, I got my, I can see, I can see it's all going down. That's good. We, we, we drive people to different places. Like I'm, I'm on the radio 12 to 3 here on our station and I drive people to my Spotify playlist and there's stuff in there. I have a top 10. That's something we're going to poll next here in the next few weeks we're actually gonna do a toad's top 10 and run it one day during the week and one day on the weekends just to kind of like because we're so far ahead i mean i would love it if blessed was on radio and it was getting the huge stuff that it should get but that whole game it's frustrating yeah that's just another level like for for the independent artist uh radio is kind of a hard thing to do unless you know and because to you know, the record label is is really kind of your end to the radio right in in my opinion you you know record labels there financial back with radio connection. well it's super rare that you see an indie that really makes it yeah it's it's hard it's hard i mean uh, and you know either independent makes it so big independently that then the label takes them on right the or you know or, or they just get a record deal from off the start right i yeah bands out of here like panic of the disco was a local oh. band from here they're one of those bands that they didn't even really play in vegas at all the killers played here often uh, Imagine Dragons, I don't even think played here that much. I think the Killers out of all of them were the ones that played the most. I actually saw them on a Wednesday night at a place called the Boston. They were supposed to go on at like 10 or 11. I think they showed up at midnight. It was like their second show ever. I'm like, dude, these guys are fucking rock stars already because they're not even on a Wednesday night. They're they're two hours late. <laughs> they already knew what was coming. So everybody, it's, everybody, everybody else was just conveniently late. There, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one way to look at it. So following your brother's footsteps, I don't want to like focus too much on that. Has he been um, kind of a blessing for you to show you a path to go, to not go? Did has, has he still like play a part in your life as far as an artist? And I don't want to say your manager, but like as management, helping you make decisions on where you're taking your career? It, I've definitely, it's definitely been a blessing to have him 
be ahead of me in this game you know, in a good way just because I've learned so much from him um, we, de- we we talk about you know we talk all the time about where we write together we produ- I run my music by him all the time he uh, executive produces me right and so um, it's definitely been helped because I've seen I've seen what he's been through he's been through some crazy stuff throughout you know his 15 18 years of being in country music right so he's been there for a long time and, and he's been through so many different you know paths like you know, just just you know whether then pushing a single, then not get the single all the way through through radio. Like to him, he's been through the ups and downs, and right now he's rocking with you know rumors. So sure, right now. But uh, I've definitely learned a lot. But and, and also, um, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt at all. Whenever I say, "Oh, that's my brother," at least I don't think it is. You know, people say, "Oh, if anything, it kind of gives people an already assumed thing that I'm gonna that that I must measure up to or something." Or, or a lot of people assume that I'm gonna sound like my brother. I could like just nothing like, like him. Man, when I get my show going, but then they see my show, they're like, holy cow, he's his own artist. It works out, it has its pros and cons, but to me, it's mostly pros. You know, just because I, I just don't see, I, I, I would never take it in a, in a bad way. It's let it hinder me because I'm just too stubborn. For right. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Originally, Sumter, South Carolina. And you you live in Nashville now? In Nashville. When, did you, when did you move to Nashville? I was 23 years old. What made you move there? Uh, at the time, I, honestly, my brother was in, ta- it was in Nashville, and he was already he was doing music. I, was, I had just got my two-year degree, my associate's in college, and my science, whatnot, and I was bartending. I was a 23-year-old kid, and I was either go to – I wanted to be a chiropractor at one point. And so I was checking out chiropractic schools and studying love sciences and biology. And Well, the year I got my two-year degree, which was the curriculum to go to chiropractic school, they changed the curriculum to four-year degree. Of course they did. I'm not necessarily the school type, per se. So I was like 23. I was young. I did play music at the time. I mean, mostly at bars and parties and stuff like that. But I just went to Nashville and hung out. And, I mean, it was inevitable. I was I worked. I got a uh, job at 12th and Porter like within like two weeks, and that's a music venue bar. And I think the next week I started a band. So I was already in a band. Just like that. Just like that. And then like, I think about... Two months later, I was on the CMT Can You Duet show, and I was already, I, yeah, just in it. That was it. You picked up a guitar for the first time at what age? <laughs> 11 years old, I got my first guitar. Who bought it for you? Uh, it was a Christmas gift. It was a Christmas From gift. Santa? From Santa. From Santa. <laughs> hey, Santa Claus, man, yeah. Man. He's still rock and roll. And did you ask for it? Uh, that year, because uh, that year I'd, I'd asked for a guitar, and uh, um, my brother's a couple of years, he actually got his older, but it's another brother thing. And so, mm-hmm. but they finally got my guitar, and uh, it was a electric, it was a Fender, electric, uh, Fender acoustic, not not electric, but it was a Fender acoustic, and it had the electric guitar head on it. Okay. Uh, discontinued model now, but I still got it. I, I was going to ask if you still have yeah, it. I still have. I actually picked it up the other day to play, play around. I didn't change the strings on it. They're, they're a little, little out of tune. But. It's probably good to look at it and go back to see where you started, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And it and it's still it's a, it's a sweet guitar, man. It's solid made. It's a, it's an older guitar, older Fender guitar. But right. Yeah, man. I, 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 it, it takes you back. Yeah. And it, when I look back at it, I mean, I've been doing this for. I mean, I've been in Nashville for 13 years now. It seems like, and to me, I, it seems like yesterday I just moved there. I mean, time flies in this business. That, and that town is that town is. I've only been going there for the last two years, and I've just watched it grow. What it's done in two years, I can only imagine what it's done in, in yeah, 10 years. Yeah, like from, I mean, just everywhere I've I've worked, I've just seen it come up multitude. You know, just right leaps and bounds. Are you are you friends with like? Stormy Warren. Yeah, I love Stormy. Stormy's okay. great. Every time I come out here for, uh, we I get to hang out with him normally out here because um, in ACN and stuff like that. But uh, Stormy's a great guy. He's been a, he's been cool. Uh, it's good to hang out. He's always fun. Right. What about John Marks? John Marks, he's great too, man. I, I've, I've had a really good time. I've hung out with him a few times, and um, <clears throat> he's been a big supporter of us on the Spotify world. He's right. really, really nice to talk to when you talk to him. Too. 
So, oh, I've got you in mind. I know I've got okay. Dude, he is, I met him for the first time at a Russell Dickerson show there at, mm-hmm. at um, some release thing. I, I knew who he was, but didn't know him. And um, we were upstairs at the Exit Inn, and like my girlfriend was with me, and like every in Russell's camp, he hangs out with Thomas Rhett, mm-hmm. hangs out with one of the Florida Georgia Line guys. They're all up there. My girlfriend's like, Jesus Christ. I'm just like sitting there going, man, they put their pants on the same way, yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> so John Marks is walking around, introduce himself to people, and he walks up to me, he goes, Hey, I'm John Marks. I'm like, dude, I know you. I said, I'm Toad from Stoney's. He goes, I know you. I'm like, how the fuck you know me, dude? Like that. And he's like, and they start, we started talking about the Russell stuff and how we did shows here and all that, all that kind of stuff. I ran into him at um, CRS. I walked by him and I told my girl, I'm like, I got to go back and talk to him. I just need to, yeah. and I'm wearing all country AF stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, Toad, I don't remember. He's like, I do. He goes, three questions like, what's going on? What's new? And how are things developing? Like that. And I just like kind of like looked down and I pulled my shirt, opened it up. And boom, he's boom, like, boom. starts asking me about how artists get paid and blah, blah, all this other kind of stuff. So I was like, listen, I said, like, Explained to him what, what we do and how we're doing it, why we're doing it. And he was like, keep in touch. Because he took my phone and put his shit in it. Mm-hmm. His phone number. And he was like, just let's talk. And I'm, yeah, which is a kind of a neat thing. And I, I would assume that if you get to have some sort of relationship with a guy like that at his level and stature. Um, and I know that he's kind of has he's I, I, he reminds me a little bit of me in a sense. Or I, I have a little bit of I see a little bit of myself in him because he seems like that guy that wants to. Take the artist, indie or not, if it's good music, he's all about it. Period. End of story. I think, dude, I think the world needs more of that. He's really, he's been a big, big help with a lot of artists coming up right now. Because you know, he's put a lot of artists like on the map. Sure. Just through, you know, Spotify is such a big you know, platform big, for big it. Platform. So, dude, you got new boots and wild country and yeah. Too big was he? I mean, if you get on hot country, I mean, hot country is kind of hard to get on. But like our buddy Gurney, John Gurney, yeah. independent artist, got on the hot country and. You know, he's getting millions of streams. You yeah, know, he was just here last Friday. Yeah. Awesome. Actually, uh, we were flying out to Colorado two days ago. I was running a little bit late. Not my fault, actually. My rides got all mixed up. But <laughs> we had we got to the gate with three minutes to spare. And like, wow. Yeah, we got there. And either way, I'm kind of run up after he was on our flight. So I talked to him for a minute. But, uh, he's he's like, a good dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. Re- really nice guy. He's uh, it's been fun watching him because he's he's not he hadn't been in Nashville too too long and I've seen right. him, I've seen him come in town and write and write 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 and finally got a couple little, little little songs right there and so he's been he's been pushing hard he's, he's he's a good dude. What's next for you? You got a single coming out? I actually have a single out right now. We put out about a week ago. What's it called? Oh, it's called Summertime Vibes. How the hell did it did? <clears throat> I don't know how we missed that. I missed it. I usually stay on top of all that if something comes out. I have a release radar thing that I follow online that I, I don't I don't know if it came through there or not. It but should have, because I know we put a press release out with it. Um, it's on Spotify now. I'm going to yell at myself. Oh, I can promise you next week we're going to be playing it. Perfect. That's like, I look at stuff. I I pride myself on staying as social with artists as I can. And like, uh, uh, Brinley Addington, do you know him? Yeah, I love yeah, so, <laughs> so he's got that song, Come Back, that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out today. I, I reached out to him. He gave it to me Wednesday. And that's the kind of thing that we want to do is kind of like, not necessarily, we're not defeatist in the sense where we want to beat out of Spotify, but at the same time, we'd love to be the first at that yeah. kind of stuff. I met him at Winners or Losers, one of those, I don't I don't know the difference of them. That, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost on that whole business model there, but it works. It works. I tell people, if you go there, go here first and then go here. You're just going to end up here second. And they're like, how far is it? And I'm like, we're down a ramp, up a ramp. That's it. But normally people go to winners and end up at losers. Yeah. So and it, it's kind of how the night goes. You go out a winner. And end up at... But they shut the damn place down. <laughs> well, I, back, I mean, I've seen some, some late hours in both of those bars. Right. I've been there for so long and I know the people and whatever, but, uh, yeah, they, they got to shut it down. It, it's 
losers is just kind of where everybody at the end of the night goes anyway. Like, right. Whether it's, you know, they come from midtown or downtown. Like, that's, that's, that's just it. That's just it. It's kind of an interesting whole thing. But I met him there, and we just shot the poop. And he had another single out that we liked, and Chris was a fan of his. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I'm like, dude, you send it over, and he sent it over, and I was like, holy shit! And like Montana will send some stuff out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in your back pocket. So as, so as I start seeing you shit, I'm gonna ask you to start sending it to I us. Send it to you, because like, well, good thing is our model this year, like, the, we're this is my year putting out music this year. So uh, last year we were, just, we were touring so much, I couldn't, we didn't really, we didn't get really, a really good plan behind the area, all these songs, and right. got enough songs for a record, but. but it's just hard to me to put out a whole record, and I feel like I'm gonna lose like eight or nine songs if I, like that. Nobody's gonna they'll hear them, but they're not gonna get a put. They're not gonna get to hear them. So hear them for me. Like I put out "Blessed" over Thanksgiving, like, and I, so we got a plan throughout a whole, whole, this whole next year. "Blessed" was you know right around Thanksgiving, we kind of hit on Thanksgiving and home and right. family, and Christmas holidays, and so we just put "Summertime Vibes" out. Obviously, it's just a, before it's, summer. Just before summer. So and it, it's a it's a it's a it's a bumping man today. It's going to drive me nuts because I want to say that I, I sent it over to get at it, but I'm going to find out. We'll ask Cody when we walk out of here. Cause. We can make it work work pretty good. But, uh, but yeah. to me, man, it's a, it's going to be a great summer song. It's uh, we've, the, way, the way we produced it, we actually produced it. So if you have a good sounding system in your car or, or mainly on a boat, if you're on a boat, you know the big Malibu boats and stuff like that have big sound systems. Well, we produced it so when you play it on that boat, it drops. It's like, it, it, it jumps out there. I just 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 for just for shits and giggles, yeah. I want to show you something really really quick. I actually have behind my truck. <laughs> the, the, the Malibu boats, man. That, so I put a line in the song. Uh, it's called the, the Malibu boats can't play that music, love. Ah, and so it's in there. So, dude, that's my summertime. That's it. The whole thing. If you could be on the lake, you'd be on the boat. This is the song. We went last Saturday, and uh, I don't take a lot of people on the boat because I really, honestly, truth be told, we don't like a lot of people. Especially, dude, you you go on the boat. It's a commitment. You have to like those people, right? You got to go. I mean, you're on the boat. The boat thing. Like, I took it out over through the winter. We wanted to do lunch on the lake. So, me and my girl, my buddy, and his girl went out. Dude, the only speakers that worked were the towers. Just t- so I'm like, so I take the boat and they're like, dude, nothing's wrong. It works fine. I'm like, what the fuck? So we take it out this time, just last weekend. Stuff in the boat doesn't work, just the towers do again. So I look underneath the thing, it's blinking, blah, blah, blah. I call somebody, they're like, dude, shut everything down. I'm like, this is a brand new boat. I'm not going through this shit, dude. Yeah. Like, so I shut everything down, let it sit for like two minutes, turn it back on, everything worked. I'm not turning the boat off because I want to listen to my music the rest of the time. But that's, <laughs> dude, you get on a boat like that and you start surfing. I'm the only one that got in the water. I started yeah. doing surfing. I'm just like, this is heaven. But then when you got even good music, I listen to everything we're on the boat. I'm not just country. I, yeah. my, my you might see some hip hop in there, some oh, some rock, everything, yeah. dude. That's that's rad. Um, you said next you're going over overseas yep. in a, in a few weeks. Is it a, a tour thing? Are you going with somebody? Are you going by yourself? I'm actually going with American Young. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, oh well, shit, you guys are in for it because uh, I've heard things. Yeah, I, I, that's, I've never been. I've never been overseas. This is my first time. I can officially say my music's taking me places. Yeah, overseas. So, are you? You guys aren't just going to Europe, L- London. You guys are going to other places and stuff. Yeah, they're staying over like a, a week longer than me, but I'm going over there. We got like two shows around. I know Stockport, right. Stockport, uh, England is one of the shows, and somewhere I think there's a house party somewhere in Europe, and then we go to Berlin, Germany. So. Like two years ago, I want to say Todd said, "Dude, you need to go on the road with us for like ten days. This is where we're going." And they went and. I'm like, dude, I can't. I, I, mean, I, I can't do that. So I watched their stuff online. I'm like, holy shit, these places are packed. They got these huge fans. Like, the fan base over there is oh, yeah. crazy. That, that's yeah. why I'm so, so excited about it. Like, they built a credible crowd. Right. There. So and so they brought me in because I told them I've been wanting to go over there. And they were like, man, uh, they've been watching my stuff. And they're like, dude, we'll get you over there. Come. So I'm actually going over there with them. So I'm doing the uh, Boots and Buckle, or Buckle and Boots Festival. Uh, that one, but I'm actually have my own headline tonight. Where I'm like doing, I've never played in Europe before. I got my own headline tonight. How so. cool is that? You excited for that? Oh man, I 
beyond ecstatic, man. Your whole band going with you? Well, they have a band that has to be a European a band already over there, and uh, like they've used those guys before. And I've heard, I heard them play. Actually, they were here in the states not too long ago. Right. And I heard them play, and they're sick. Man. Really? They're gnarly. I probably know their way around a lot easier, and that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, man. So it's gonna be fun. We'll have a band over there. Like we'll travel around. Like I have German roots, so we're going to Germany. Uh, and also going on with American Young, like John Stone of American Young. <laughs> he's, he, he's a character. He's awesome. But, uh, he's, I, I need to stay away from that guy. No, man. He, he gets me drinking, dude. He can't get you in no trouble. Dude. <laughs> um, last time I was, I, I, I met you for the first time, last time I was out there for CRS. I ended up going to something. I don't think you were out there. I met Gurney that night. Uh, John Stone came out. Um, Todd was out. And we were at some bar at um, the Omni downstairs Sounds about right. and john looks at me and i said dude i i i can't be around you dude because he's come here twice and and i get home I'm like what the fuck just happened like <laughs> i don't get drunk i don't drink it was a few yeah. years ago but he's like there and he's like dude i've changed i don't drink as much as i do he turns around at the bartender he goes can i get six shots of tequila and i just looked down and went dude you changed what you used to order 12 yeah. <laughs> no he, he changed to, to tequila <laughs> <laughs> I, I misunderstood what he was saying i've changed to tequila your your goals for this year, uh, obviously you're going overseas. What do you like when you get back? We've got still good six eight months left in the, in the year. What like what are your plans and your, or your goals for the rest of the year following out? Uh, we actually have a good a good plan out year. Like I said, we're gonna run summertime vibes through the summer, keep pushing it, and uh, you get it all. You know, my goal is to get every song I put out this year to get over a million streams. Cool. And my goal, if I get that, what it pays out essentially pays for you know I, I recoup recoup my, my my whatever I paid for to make the music. Right. And so. Uh, we have summertime vibes go over the summer. I've got like three or four more songs already mixed, mastered, and um, so it'd probably, I'll probably do a song called "Living Life" next. Uh, I got to actually go in the studio and finish that one. But after that, I got like another song called "Nothing But the TV On." I mean, it's got like a cool poppy kind of thing. Right. But then I should actually have a um, a slower. I'm not never. I don't really do many love songs. I do more rock and roll breakup songs. And but over this, uh, I wrote I wrote a really good song this last part, and it's acoustic. Lear. It's called, it's, it's called "It's You." Okay. And um, that. That's kind of the message of it. That's how this girl, you're all infatuated about this girl. and uh, it, It's really cool. It's hooky, it's acoustic, so it's kind of a little slower pace. But when you hear it, like it's like the the wedding song of the whole year. I like it. And so I'm, I'm really stoked about getting that one on. I think that's going to be a big, big song. I'll, I'll get you so many songs. We'll I, I know. I'm going to hold you to that. I know that you said that, like, you, I don't want to say that you said you're afraid to put out an album. But once you get all these out... And put them onto like the Spotify, iTunes streaming platforms. Will you put them all together and put out like an album with them all on there? Or? That's my. I think that's my goal towards the end of the year. I think I'm, I'll probably do two more songs throughout the year to get them out, and then I'll drop. And then on that that second one, I was going to drop the. I'll probably drop a third, third or fourth song that I've already got done. So I have a right. more just a small record. I mean, you can call it an EP, call it a record. It probably have six to seven songs on. Sweet, we like that kind of stuff. I get. I always get bummed when I go look at a new artist and they've only got one or two songs. I'm like, I want to hear more. I want to hear more. The good thing is, I put. I've, I put my, my first EP out last year, so that has five or six songs on it, and uh, I had Best X Ever on there, and uh, Messing With My Mind, which we never even pushed the radio, and that song by itself, with no push or anything, got on like different playlists. It's over. It's got a, it got over a million streams. With nice by itself. I still have that one in the vault, just for whenever it comes. When I get things moving again, I, I'm gonna re, reissue that one back out to the world. As you should. What is your overall goal? I mean, are you looking for a deal? Is that is that kind of like the goal in radio, or could you see yourself maybe staying indie and if it if it works? I like doing indie things. I can do anything I want. Um, but my end goal, I do. I would. I, I feel like I, I feel like I. 
I want, I definitely want to get like a major deal, just a, a record deal. You know, that, that's what I'm in here for. Right. To make records, and I mean, I ain't really worried about money. My thing, I, money ain't thing. It's about as long as I can keep making music and making, and as long as it's my, I get to do this for a living, which is right. What I do, but, it's a blessing, man. But, and, and you know, but record deal, like I, I want to go to the next level. Like I really, I really want to get on the on, on the radio. I want to get, you know, I want to sell out arenas. Right. And that's where my brain is. You know, I, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a big thinker, but but. Also, I see what's in between here and there, and I got—I see what I got to do to do that, and I just keep hitting, that, hitting away at it. And I like it. Everything falls where it's supposed to. Let's talk uh, ultimate show for you. Let's pick a venue where you could play, and let's throw three artists on there. You being one of them, so be a total of four. Who's going to headline the show? Okay. They call that the ticket seller, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be you. I mean, like, like let's just say that in 90 days, carte blanche. There is no money like involved. Like you can just pick the artist you want to play and the place to play. Where's it going to be and who's it going to be with? Red Rocks, Dirks Bentley, Eric Church, and me. Boom! Badass. I'd go to that show. That'd what's be, the, what's the, who's going to headline that? I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be real. Have you played Red Rocks before? I've never played. I've been to Red Rocks. It's a badass place, oh, man. And that you just go into that venue alone as an artist. I mean, you, that's mm-hmm. just inspiring. Just being at the show. We went there. I think just we were in Colorado. I was playing up there and. We had a night off. I think Brantley Gilbert was playing that night. So we went to the show and just, man, it was just majestical. And it was clear skies. It's epic. So and I, I've seen some stuff online with the Eric, when Eric played there. I'm sure Dirks has played Red Rocks. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he – I mean, that's probably a staple in everyone's career when they get up there. I've been there before but never seen a show. How about that? I, that's uh, – never, you've never seen a show? <laughs> never seen a show there, but I've been there like six times, always during the day. If, if there's like a if there's a surprise guest to close it off, if you really want to hit I'd put Garth Brooks on it. Oh. <laughs> Dude, all bangers right there. I like it. Yeah. Is there any artists in, in Nashville that you look at right now that, I don't want to say that are beneath you, but are coming up with you that, that you admire other than, like, the John Gurneys of the world? Well, man, I, I, like, I love Gurney. I love what he's doing. He's doing some cool stuff. Um, man, I, I get so caught up in what I... I Do you ever get out and go watch anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. totally. Uh, Fillmore, man, he's doing yeah. great. He, he's doing great. He's, he's busting it right now. He, he, he played here for one of our tailgates outside. Super nice guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He, like, he's just another guy. He's bit, like, like Gurney. Like, he's just been... He hadn't been in town long, but he's been busting. He gets up everywhere, writes, he works, he's done. A lot of them, they create their own world, you know, and, and it's a cool model of what, you know, what the, what he did, because he just, he's, I'm putting out music. He put out music and did really good quality music and video, kind of, pretty much, he did what a record label would do by himself. He said, hey, I just, now I just need distribution. So and it worked out great for him, and, and, and that's kind of what, to me, an independent artist model is. You still want to be independent, but at the same time, if you want to get to that next level of radio, the gatekeepers are still kind of the record, the record label. But being the independent part, I think you could play a different part. You could kind of, rather than go being completely taken over by the the record label, like they don't have to build you anymore. You are, they're, they're, I think record labels are looking for self already built. Well, that's Cody Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Cody's great. Yeah, but uh, I think they're looking for some. They don't want to go in and make artists anymore. Right. Because they don't, why, why do they? When you have artists. Dude, there's there's so much talent out there. We, we, we talk about all the time of these artists that, like, I get frustrated because we play so much new music that should be out there that people, which is kind of neat, and people are starting to turn to us for that. I mean, literally 12 to 3, Cody put on a new um, Taylor Swift song, like, during my 12 to 3. I was like, get that shit out of here. I don't want that shit. Like, not to be... I don't right. dislike her, but that's not who I am. Right. So it's kind of like I need to stay within my realm of stuff. And some of it's pop country. I like all kinds of country, man. I'll listen to anything. Have you heard Rustin Kelly? No. What is it again? Rustin Kelly. Rustin Kelly. No, but I will. Dude, his stuff is 
it, fat ass. It's really badass. Like he, I, I've known him for for a couple of years, whatnot, and like uh, you would never. Like, I just he kind of came out of nowhere, and he's just really good music. Really good. I'm gonna go track him down. That's a that's a promise. You'll be hearing from 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 him on Country AF if it's all that too. You love it. You love the stuff. Um, when you're at home, what's your favorite place to hang out? Like to have a drink, and then your favorite place to hang out for food. Like if someone's coming to town and you're not in town, you're like, dude, you have to go hit this spot. Okay. Well, I, I, mean, I like, I like being at home. I love grilling. Yeah. I, I might, if I have my pick, I'm going to be at home grilling. With, and now I've kind of... So I can come over to your house and eat yeah, is what you're saying. <laughs> come over to my house, we'll have tequila. Right currently, I'm in a tequila state. Just keep John out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, if you were to go to Nashville, um, I could, I, my favorite place to go eat wings is Broadway Brewhouse. Okay. Uh, for me to go, go sit down any time of day, get some wings. Broadway Brewhouse. Yeah, got plenty of good cold beer. Uh, it's right there. I, they got two, one downtown and one in Midtown. I go to one in Midtown because I just don't. I don't like downtown. I don't like downtown. Yeah. Dude, they just took over park. A whole company just took over parking. They're taking, taking away the free weekend parking in Nashville. It's, it's getting nuts, man. They're jacking the prices up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's blowing up. What's your hangout when you go there? Like, to have a drink and maybe watch some music and stuff like that? Man, Tin Roof. As my, my, the tin, tin Roof on DeMomier Street is kind of my place. And then you go Midtown. We go to you know, Winners and Losers. Um, I've been going to the local a good bit. It's, it's a little bit... Um, some good artists going through there. Yeah, they've been, yeah. They, they've been building. I know those guys, uh, they, they, they've really built it up. You know, we're here to here recently, and so the sound system sounds great in there. So, uh, yeah, I think I love the local. It's a pretty cool spot, but um, yeah, I, still my house, man. Your house. People say the same. Like I eat sushi a lot, but when I'm here, there's a place right next door called Kabuki. I'll go have some fish. But my go-to is a place called Soho here, okay. and it is. Warm Springs and Jones. They make a Soho sushi burrito. Okay. Um, they have little places like that are smaller, but Soho is an actual like sushi place. Oh, cool. It's not just uh, the actual sushi burrito place, but uh, that's my go-to here. I mean, that's if anyone comes to town, they like fish. That's where I tell them to go. Well, we're around here. I, we're, I know we're, we're, we don't fly out tomorrow till like three thirty. So yeah. We're, I think we're, we're gonna check out a few things tomorrow. You should. But how? Somebody said we're close to the Hoover Dam. Not too bad, about 40 minutes. About 40 minutes? Yep. We might go do that. It's pretty badass, dude. I mean, and they just built a new bridge for it. Oh, cool. So it's, uh, we were just out there. Um, we, I went Saturday. My buddy was in from um, Colorado. We went that way. Um, and I went uh, via the lake. We looked at it lakeside. Uh, yeah, you probably get out there pretty quick. I mean, Saturday morning, yeah. you guys get up. Yeah, there you go out and look, check it out. I'll, I'm not kidding, dude. When I talked to Todd yesterday, and he said that your guys' uh, um, the hotel call to get on the road this morning was at 7. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> I was up at 6.30. Yeah. I was 6. Yeah, we drove straight here from Grand Junction. That's a ride, uh, man. I saw you stopped, took a picture. Yeah, we, yeah, we stopped at Ghost, Ghost Rock or Ghost Mountain, Ghost uh, Canyon. Yeah, it's a nice Canyon. drive. It's not a bad drive. No, it's not a bad drive at all. And uh, um, a lot of cool stuff to see. I mean, it's just you know, being from the east and uh, yeah. you get to see all the desert and mountains and all that stuff. It's snow caps. And then not snow caps, so. right? <laughs> yeah. And and a whole lot of flat land. I think the worst drive is from here to California because it's literally just. <sighs> yes, I hadn't done that one yet. Like this is the most out west I've really driven. You've never played California or anything, I mean, or have you? I've played, but we were on the bus and stuff. Like I've played San Diego, played all the way up to Vegas. Moonshine? Did you guys play out there? Moonshine, Flats and Beach. Good. Uh, that place, I love that place. Yeah, they're, they're Michael's so good. good over there, man. Yeah, we, Mike, we try and uh, we try and book with them every now and then. We did a run with uh, Austin Burke about three weeks ago. He was playing Country Thunder. I had him here Friday and called up Michael. I'm like, dude, can you play down there Thursday and just make this nice little loop? And he was like, done. Yeah, and it, it worked. It doesn't work every time, but we'd like it. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead. Roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you. 
so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job.